welcome back to Black Belt or Bust. I'm Misty. And I'm Keely. All right, Keely, we are talking about part two of the COVID-19 pandemic, <laughs> which is the mental health aspect right. of what's so, going on. Right, so our Tuesday episode went over what are some things physically we can do during this time um, or things that the BJJ community is already doing yes. to address this. And today we wanted to focus on how are you doing mentally? How's your mm-hmm. mental health? Um, reiterating a few things we talked about Tuesday, but really, really focusing on, you know, like emotionally, mentally, yes. spiritually, how are you doing right yes. now? Yes, like we, the first thing we talked about Tuesday was have you checked in with yourself? And this is something that like you can do every day is checking in with yourself. How am I phys- feeling physically? Um, what are my emotions right now? Yeah, like, is being, it going to be a good day or a bad day? Yeah, being so aware of that um, because the check-in with yourself is, are you an essential worker? Are you, Have you lost your job? You know, you might be so focused on taking, making sure your family's getting fed, your, rent's, your rent, your mortgage payments are taken care of. There's so many things to where it's like BJJ is the last thing on my mind. You know, working out is the last thing on my right. mind. I feel like... I'm swamped in anxiety right now. I'm or, getting depressed. Or for some of y'all, it's the complete reverse where yeah. people that are still essential where you were getting so stressed out because of your job mm-hmm. and even now it's even more exacerbated and BJJ was your outlet yes. to release all those frustrations and anxiety and you've been patient all day and now after dealing with all these people, you're like, I just need to choke someone in, yeah. a, in a good, in a healthy yeah. way. Yeah, and you're not able to do that you don't have, you know, access to it, the means, and it's not enough for, like, a Zoom class <laughs> or Facebook Live right. or, you know, you don't have, you don't have the ability to do that. So, um, that's really what we're going to be talking about today is just the mental health aspect of what COVID-19 has done. And on top of that, it's not just COVID-19 that keeps us out of the gym and out of BJJ. It's injuries, it's life situations, it's jobs, it's, there's some, you know, shit happens. Something will happen and you're out of your training and it affects both your physical health and your mental health. And that moves us into like being motivated. Some people are not motivated to train right now. They're not motivated to work out. You're not even motivated to go for a run. And these are also people like that you've, that I've talked to or we've been in a lot of Facebook groups with that yeah. are like, you know, I'm really not motivated during this time. But they've also expressed that they do have the ability to do something. Yes. They just haven't wanted to so that's a difference you know if you do not have the means to do something right now if you've got a work in the way not in the way but you've got work to focus on you've got a family to focus on you've got people to take care of that's not what we're talking about yeah that's that's part there's some people who just like they can physically do it they have the time it's just being like hey it's just being like i don't want to i don't want to participate in my instructor's facebook live i don't care to attend the zoom class like i'm not picking up those weights that are collecting dust in the corner of my apartment like it's that 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 part we're talking to so yeah I definitely want to say this before we get into this conversation I am the kind of person where if you tell me that you need motivation personally and this doesn't have to be you you can have a completely different mindset I believe motivation is absolute bullshit yeah I by the end of the day if you don't want to do something and you're hoping motivation gets you to do it, it's not going to happen. Gonna work. You've got to have that drive. Yes. Habits 
are like at the end of the day, if you want to work out every single day, New Year's resolutions. Sorry, I'm skipping topics, but New yeah. Year's resolutions. You are motivated mm-hmm. to start something, but that doesn't mean you continue to do it. Yeah. It's like, what, February 17th is National Drop Your Resolution Day? I mean, it has a holiday. I didn't know there was an actual Yeah, day. no, there's an actual day. There's an actual, or it's like January 17th. There is a it's national a, holiday. It's some point it's between a holiday. the first in the, in the end of February. Anyways, there's a holiday where people drop the resolutions because they've lost motivation. Yeah. But if you develop healthy habits, then you stick with it. Yeah. Or not just that, and it's there's the it's the habits. It's why are you doing this in the first place? Right. It gets back to your whys. Yeah. What? What's your reasoning? Because people before this happened, and if we're talking about BJJ, worlds and pan and pans, people were training their butts off to do these huge tournaments for these tournaments to get canceled. So. People, like, and we're not even saying motivated. People wanted to compete. And so training was part of their everyday aspect. And it's like, oh, these competitions are canceled. So your goals of getting gold, like, your goals of achieving that gold medal are... Or even right now, Misty and I had multiple tournaments that we wanted to do this year. All of them are canceled. We were training for competition. And now we have to switch our mindset in that we are training to be consistent so that once we get in the gym, we will be able to pick up um, where we left off and train so for competition. habits. Habits, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, habits are the bomb. Yeah. Um, but, okay, I'm going to entertain motivation. Okay. For a minute. Okay. I was listening to this really good podcast that was talking about... Motivation in a social aspect. Yes. So uh, martial arts is pretty much the equivalent of group workout classes in that it's a social aspect. You know, your friends are there. You've developed a relationship. And Misty, hey, let's go to this yoga class. Okay, yoga is one of like the really good like workout classes I consider going to though. But let's go to this workout class next week. Let's try to go two times a week. How does that sound? I'm going to go because Misty's going to be there. Or Misty's going to make sure to be there because we've already talked about going. Your friends are there. And that's the thing with BJJ. And if you've been training for a long time or if you've recently started training, you realize you are going to build the best friendships and relationships with the people you train with. Like Keely, for example, I would have never met her if it wasn't for jujitsu. I know. know, And then we're like together every day now. And now now we're doing this. But that's, it's crazy. Like, you know, I, the person I'm dating is because of jujitsu. There are relationships that are formed, whether it's friendships or, you know, marriages and children and and everything else from jujitsu. Like the people you talk to who are in, like they're in this for the long haul and they keep training they will tell you your their favorite people are the people that they're on the mats with that are choking each other, armbarring each other. Even Joe Rogan talks about like how good jujitsu is because it's like everybody loves hugs. Like yeah, <laughs> you're, it's you're just the cuddle. It's the cuddle struggle. <laughs> yeah. um, what was it? There was a meme. There was a the meme struggle. out recently where it was. Uh, Murder yoga, where it was like an elephant and penguin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like, it's like murder and yoga. Murder and yoga is the penguin <laughs> with the elephant. Or like, people call it the struggle snuggle for a reason, but you're building trust and you're you're really building real relationships with people because of this sport. 
Like, nothing says I trust you more than I'm going to put myself in a position yeah. where you can kill me. Yeah. And be okay with it. Yeah. Like, Keely has had my joints to the point where if I don't tap, something's going to break. Or okay. like, don't tell me that because now... <laughs> I'm not she gets, worried about, like, she's tapped me more times than I've ever been close to tapping her out. But you you build that trust in those foundations. So the social aspect, people are just motivated to go to jujitsu because their friends are there. They yeah. want to see their friends because they, they don't work with them and they're you know they're not their families. But this is just a part of their day where they get to hang out with their friends. Yeah, and then so this period of time is the opportunity to. Have the realization of, am I training because my friends are there? Or am mm-hmm. I training for myself? Yes. This is a big eye-opening experience because in the beginning, you're like, I like going out and seeing new people. Especially, say you started jujitsu and you didn't know anyone at the gym. Yeah. Like, you started by yourself yeah. and you developed this community and this family and this relationship and now you don't mm-hmm. have it. And now you're like, you know, I'm not motivated to do jujitsu. Well, were you ever? Yeah. Or was it you loved this environment? You loved mm-hmm. what we were doing. You loved classes. Because if it's truly jujitsu and you're doing it for yourself, then you're going to miss the art when it's all gone. Yeah. You know, and people can leave, but at the end of the day, jujitsu's there. Yeah. Um, kind of getting back on track. It's also, Misty, would you say it's kind of accountable? Like accountability? There's accountability with it. So if we're talking about accountability... What I mean by this is sometimes you won't show up to class. You will either get a text from your coach. If you have a good coach, you've got really good people you train with. Because this isn't for everybody to like. I say this over and over again. And David, our instructor, says this over and over again. We are spoiled. We are Rotten. really spoiled. <laughs> we ha- Our gym is the bomb. We have amazing people. It's ran with by amazing people. Every coach that teaches some sort of martial arts there is good. The group instructors are amazing. Everything about that gym is why it's so wonderful. But when you're... Because if I don't show up and I'm not there, like, in the beginning, I would get a message from David saying, hey, you weren't in class today. Is something wrong? And I'm be like, oh, no, I forgot to tell you. It was a rest day. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like... If I'm not there multiple days in a row, people will say, hey, you weren't in class, right? Are you okay? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've got a cold. Like, like David didn't tell you I was sick? Yeah. Because <laughs> people will check in really worried. And so that's the accountability part to where people are like, why weren't you in class? And if you're just like, oh, I didn't feel like it, they'll be like, get your ass back to class. That or it'll be the feeling, and this happened where it's like I'd have like really late work week, and it'd be the one or two nights that I could go to jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. And I'd, ha- I'd have the mental fight being like, I really just want to like lay out on the couch, snuggle with my dog, yeah, and pass the fuck out. Well, and that brings it's like a rest, like yeah, is it and, a rest day or is it just or is it I'm being lazy I, I day? Don't go, yeah, or it's like there's other times where it's like, wait, this is the only time this week I can train, and my friends are going to be there. You know, I don't, I don't want to not show up and worry them just because I'm being lazy. Yeah, that or a tournament's coming up. If I skip, I need this to help Monday, them get ready, or not even that, like. Because, yeah, you have that to where you've helped me so much get ready for tournaments. Or if you're doing a tournament, is it like, oh, if I miss this one day, is that going to be the reason I lose my match? Yeah. Or even, (laughs) I know what would absolutely kill me. So this past semester before I had to convert all my instructionals and labs online, like Thursdays. You know how my Thursdays would be like, I'd be going from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And my classes were late. And it'd be like 6 p.m., 
I'd get a message being like, hey, girls are cross-training from out of town. Are you going to be there? And I'm like, I'm at work. Yeah. And it would kill me. Because even though I had a legitimate re- legitimate reason that I could not be there, I had a previous engagement, obligation, priority, I still feel bad that I couldn't be there for my yeah. training partners. Yeah. So all of this goes into the mental aspect of like guilt. Yeah. That like guilt. Do you feel guilt because you're not there or you're not there supporting your teammates? Right. That, that yeah, that goes into it. So all of that is within that accountability aspect because you have the the social like that social those social relationships will cause people to check in with you or you check in with them because you become like a family. Like you're it's. It's and it's like a family because sometimes people get on your nerves too, to where you're like, I <laughs> I don't want to see you today. <laughs> or, I don't want to <laughs> and I see that too. And I'm like, I I'm, I'll be like, I'm so exhausted. I can't be around anybody. Like I do not, like I have to be left alone. There have been sometimes where I've had so many students just piss me off, or I've had to use all of my patience and strength to like not want to throw them. <laughs> That by the end of the day, I'm so mad or I'm so frustrated, I have to check myself and be like, I have the opportunity to go to jiu-jitsu today, but I shouldn't because I'm not in a correct mental space to be a good training partner. And then I've had to be like, no, I need need to go chill. I need to go home. Yeah. Um, I need macaroni and cheese and Chick-fil-A to save my pleasure. Like, that's what I need in my life. (laughs) So going into that, like, because now we're talking about this lack of training, and this can be from any aspect, but our gyms are closed. So this isn't you... Just not training because you have an injury or your job. Gyms are closed. Like, so where we're at with that is, and how, how are you? Feel about how it? do you feel about it? Yeah, like, what are your feelings on the gyms closing? Because this is something that's so much bigger than everybody else. Um, so I definitely yeah. want to ask you this, Misty, because I just thought about it. When you got the email or the notice saying. For an indefinite period of time, our gym is going to be closing because of these national guidelines and regulations from our governor, XYZ. So, all you hear is, the gym is closed, we don't know for how long, and we are not 100% positive that you're going to have a gym to come back to. Like, how did that make you feel? Um, Well, I was pretty bummed because before that, I was starting to tweak my game a little bit to where I needed fixed. And I was happy because I was like, okay, now I get a chance to work on passing. And I wanted to get ready for the, the AGF tournament we had coming up in April in Raleigh. And I was doing all these things. And I also made a big goal to do Masters Worlds in August. Yeah. So I would set my go- goals for myself for what I wanted to achieve this year. Because this was the year I was like, I'm going to, I want to get my butt kicked in competition. I've got to compete. I've got to put myself out there. That was stopped. So it was my goal stopped. And then another aspect of it was on the flip side, I am now forced to rest my body, rest my mind. I can take a step out of what I normally do and what else is there that I can do. So like I talked in the previous episode about going hiking. I didn't have to focus on a BJJ. I was like, oh, I can go for a hike. I haven't hiked in forever. In so long. I haven't gone on the the hikes that I want to go on. So that's like how I felt. Like I had a battle between goals and what are things I could do for fun that I don't actually get to do that I can enjoy. Yeah. So that's where I was at. How did you feel when you found out the gym closed? Cuz you you had two two gyms. 
Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, um, my boyfriend and I lift every day at 5 a.m. Um, and it works into my schedule because then it gives me enough time to leave from the gym to go to Clemson to be at work in the morning, work a full day. And then I'd leave work and go straight to UFC gym, spend the evening at UFC gym, and then finally get to go home. Yeah. So, I mean, it would make for a long day anyway. Um, and in terms of Gold's being closed, so Gold's actually closed um, a few days after the UFC. So we were still able to go work out for like another week yeah. before everything changed. Um, and that's Saturday at Open Mat, I talked to Brad. Brad's the owner of UFC. And him and I had a really good discussion where he was like, I'm going to try and keep us open as long as we can. Yeah. You know, as long as is safe yeah. for our members and for our gym. And I was so I was excited being like, you know, we're, we're going to get through this because he has the mentality of like, we're going to stay open. And then that Monday, I had a rough day at work. And I told myself, you know, like, not going to jiu-jitsu today. It's okay. Tomorrow I'm getting off work early enough that I can make it to open mat. And that evening, checked my email, and it was closed. And I was nothing but frustrated. And let me say that, not frustrated at the gym whatsoever. Yes. They are doing what they think is safe. It's not the gym's fault for what's going on. So that's reiterate over and over again. This is not any of the gym's fault. So we had to close. No. Or your professor's fault or the gym owner's like. And we completely understand like both in the sciences completely understand the reasoning and responsibility going into all of these stipulations to try and flatten the curve. And we commend everybody that's involved because these are hard decisions to make. Yeah. When I say I was frustrated, I was frustrated with myself. One, obviously, because I didn't go to class that day because I made an excuse I could go the next day. But mainly because I am such a creature of habit where I know what's going to happen if I get myself off of schedule in terms of like a sleep schedule or I miss a day, then it throws me off Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's so much harder to get back into schedule. That's why like I focus so much on habits, like daily habits, daily routines, because I stick to them. Yeah. The second I get out of schedule or something happens, everybody knows I get really, really pissed <laughs> off. The days that I walk into the gym and I'm like, I should have been here two hours ago. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I get so mad. Which goes back to the guilt. Like, if you're right. not doing something, right. you feel guilty. And that's not good either. Or, like, immediately being like, oh, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose all my skills. And then if I lose all my skills, I'm going to lose all this. And then I'm going to yeah. gain much weight. And then I'm not going to have any friends. And then, like, yeah, I'm one of those people that it's like, the equivalent of if you lose your pen in class, you automatically yeah. drop out and become a stripper. That's where my <laughs> mind goes. <laughs> but so, it was just frustration. And yeah. then, so what Misty meant by you have two gyms, I was informed a couple days ago that the gym we go to to lift is permanently closed. Yeah. Whereas for the UFC gym where we train jiu-jitsu, it's still open. He has yes. the intention of tr- maintaining and keeping the gym open. And we're so grateful for that. So shout out to UFC Jim Greenville for being the bomb. And <laughs> like, we love our gym. Right. And so we know that we've felt frustrated. We felt di- disappointed. Mm-hmm. And we also understand a lot of people have felt various levels of depression because yeah. maybe, you know, we are able to speak with each other and uh-huh. see each other still. And we both have significant others that we can see. We still get to see Somebody outside of ourselves. And they both train, too. Yeah. That's another thing. Is like, and I, I will reiterate, too, how privileged I feel at this time. Like I said, I do have factors that I am a little stressed about. 
but I have things that allow me to say, okay, well, I'm privileged in this aspect and I'm grateful for what I'm able to experience in this current environment and time and like what's going on. But there is something I wanted to touch on and like for depression, because it's a really real issue. Jiu-jitsu has pulled people out of very dark places, very dark places. Me, especially like when I tell people jujitsu saved my life, like jujitsu saved my life. So I can really feel for people who don't have this right now that use this to maintain a, a balanced mental state. And I'm not saying jujitsu treats or cures depression or anxiety, but you feel a little bit more. F- it's it's so much more positive. And so when that's taken out of your life and not it's if it's the social aspect, if it's just rolling, if it's the ability to problem solve where you're so focused on like when you're in a role, like for people who are really new to this, who haven't rolled, people who don't train and you're just tuning in, whatever it is, like when you roll and you step on those mats, nothing outside of that mat exists. And that's for me personally. Yeah, it's a lot of tunnel vision. Yes, you you're you know, when someone's grabbing your lapel and they're ready to throw you <laughs> or like pull their guard, you're in that moment and it's a beautiful thing. And yes, you are surviving. You're trying to prevent them from certain positions, but this is something for some people. So, you know, and I've it's talked, an escape. yeah. And I've talked about my story and like what I, I can touch, try and touch on really quick is like when I found jujitsu, it was like five months after my brother died and his death put me in a dark place and it helped me come become very aware of like my mortality. That's how my stepmom put it, which it did. I was in a very bad relationship I wanted to get out of and I felt trapped in and finding jujitsu was this amazing thing. And all it's done, it's just been a catalyst for positivity in my life. Like anything that happens is jujitsu saved my life so I can feel for the people who are really depressed right now who don't have this and don't have another outlet like I feel for you um and there's like I'm I'm very aware of it yeah I a hundred percent back everything she just said um because I know personally like I see it as an escape like Mm -hmm. how you were talking that seven by seven foot mat space like your tunnel vision for me some of the beautiful moments like you're talking about are you go in and you shut your mind off Sometimes, and I may be a bad student for saying this, sometimes you walk in, you don't want to think about what you're doing. You don't want to be in the moment. You just want to shut everything off and go through the motions. Yes. You want your body to go on autopilot. I can't tell you that some days I've gone in with a bad mentality or like it's it was a really bad day or something like happened or I've remembered something like you said, like on the dark side and I've just been like, I just need to roll today. Mm -hmm. And you go through the roll. You don't remember anything about the roll. You don't remember what you did, but you feel like that pressure has been lifted because you rolled. Yes. And that's literally because of BJJ and it's the the social relationship. So we're taking out of that. Right. So So that kind of goes into the next point of with all of that happening, even if you cannot physically see your teammates cannot go to the gym are you staying in touch? Yeah. Are they checking in with you? Are you checking in with them? Have you been a good training partner in a sense that you're checking on your training partners? Mm-hmm. Or have people checked on you? Yeah. Are your gyms doing like, you know, Zoom calls? Are you are they doing Facebook Lives? Like I said, our gym is the bomb because every day... 
for multiple times of the day. There's Some, like three to four classes. Yeah, they're doing workouts, um, uh, cooking classes, cooking, kids, Thai, kids, karate. kids karate, like, and which is t- uh, taught by two um, really good martial artists. So if you have the chance to tune into that, like I said, UFC Jim Greenville. If you find their Facebook page, it's on there. So if your kids are running around or if they're fighting each other and you want them to have really good technique, have them watch Hannah and Justin because it's it's pretty cool. They also crack me up too because half the time they're like outside <laughs> setting up the cameras. I mean, it's just, they're a joy to watch. Yeah. On top of the fact they're also doing like daily workout training. Uh-huh. So what not only are you doing to stay in touch, are you using social media? Are you yeah. reaching out to them, just calling on the phone, sending them a text saying, yep. hey, I miss you. I hope you're doing okay today. Um, but also, how is your gym staying in touch with you? Oh, yeah. Like, and that's something to evaluate. I feel like a lot of people are going to evaluate their relationships with their gyms during this time. And and because, how they handled all yeah, of this. Because, like, are they communicating with you yeah. by email, by calling you, by social media, being like, this is the... This is the state at which we are in, and how are they caring for their memberships? Yeah, and and we're not business people right now, um, but by that what we mean is because the loyalty I feel to my gym and the gym feels to its members, you know, is really cool because when this is over, whenever it's over, let's just say in a best case scenario, this stuff gets over, gyms are open, we all need gyms to go back to. Yeah, I mean, I've already lost a gym. gym. Yeah, like, and that's one, and that's one thing where it's just like, it was also a gym. I mean, it's a Gold's gym. They have a a one all over the place. And the entire time, I was thinking, oh, it's it's more of like a company owned. Uh huh. There's no way it's gonna close. And then they were like, oh, thirty across the nation are gonna be closed. Yours is one of them, and it was one of those like, we weren't expecting it. We were expecting, you know, small businesses, and it and it. I'm not saying this in light of anything. You know, it's terrible that the small businesses were closed, but it was a mindset of, oh, there's stability because it's more of a company owned. And then all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. And so now it's like, we need to do our best within our means. Yes. If you have the means to do so, like if you are still an essential worker, you still have the funds to do so. Yep. You still don't need to say, you can pay your bills to try and support these businesses yeah, and so if, that we have them after this. If your gym is supporting you and they're communicating with you, and by that, that's what I mean. Like, if they're communicating you and updating you, find out ways that you can in turn support your gym to make sure they're back. Or what is it that you can do to say, hey, you know, thank you for updating me on what's going on. Because smaller gyms are going to do that, especially BJJ gyms. That, that's yeah. it, like, and we're not just talking about like Gold's Gym is just like working out. Like, if like we're talking BJJ gyms, smaller gyms, ours is is a franchise. Ours is a franchise, so it's small business ramp. Like it's yeah, it's, a small it, it's private ramp. It's a local yeah. small business. Um, but like, what can you do to support the gym so you have somewhere to come back? There have been. I'm telling you, social media has been a great platform for discussion right now because in a couple of the ladies only groups we're in, people have asked. Okay, for those of you that cannot go to the gym, how do you feel about your memberships? Mm-hmm. And a, l- a lot of people have agreed, if you have the means to continue paying your membership, do so, so that they stay open. Yes. Other people have said, how do we handle a lot of people freezing or canceling accounts? Yeah. 
or the people that have lost their jobs and can no longer pay. Yes. Where some people have uh, set up different foundation accounts or oh, not foundation, cool. but fundraising accounts. Yeah. I didn't know that. In which if you have the ability, you pay like 10, 20 bucks to go towards somebody's account. Yeah. So that while they are, do not have the means to be able to pay for a membership, once they come back that they would at yeah. least have a month or two covered. Yeah. In order for them to continue training. That's so you can cool. have a couple of accounts set up for, okay, people who have financial strain or people who have, like, a large family maybe that's training. Yeah. And they can only pay for one membership and not all of their kids. This would be a good system for not only to send money into the gym right now, but then on the back end, they can award that to somebody that maybe needed a membership during that time. Because pe- other people were able to provide some finances in yeah. the front. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw, a co- <laughs> I saw a couple of posts about that where people had been discussing, like, um, either paying for another person's membership, like, talking to them. And this it goes into a gray area because, again, you don't want to, like, burge into somebody's private life yeah, yeah, or, yeah. like, ask a business contact for somebody else's information. This is going to the business, letting them handle it how they see fit. Yeah. Um, but being, somebody could have called and said, I lost my job. Like, I wish I could go forth and yeah. support, but I can't. And that's a very real thing. And you know, it, we're not trying to be businessy. That's not what we're doing. It's the mental health part, because if you feel like you don't have something to return to, that's going to put you in a bad mental space. And, and it's also, yeah. We, again, going back to, like, the motivation, a lot of people need motivation to go. Uh-huh. If you don't have something to go back to, what are you working for now? Yeah. Why are you bothering? Yeah. Because, and part of that is, too, like, if we talk tournament-wise competition in the mental aspect, some people were doing this so they had a goal to reach. And right. now it's just a matter of being like, well, I'm training to train, so <laughs> what am I I'm doing? training but to hopefully get back. those competitions come back, you know, like... <laughs> Like, why are you doing this? But reiterating, don't feel guilty if you can't. So that brings us to kind of our final point in that overall mentality during this time. Have you checked in with yourself? Mm -hmm. Have you checked in with your teammates? Have you checked in with your gym? Have they checked in with you? But how have you checked in with BJJ? Like a one-on-one kind of feel. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, especially at the start of this, so many instructionals went out for free. So everybody was downloading instructionals left and right, talking yeah. about, hey, I got this. Hey, did you get this? Hey, let's swap. But are you actually watching them? No. Are you actually taking notes? And I say no for me because I downloaded John Dan <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. I downloaded John Danahart's free uh, solo drills and I didn't do it. I haven't I, done I that. Have I'm those. sorry. Um, <laughs> no, there, was like, one, there was one that I have... Uh, where it's all about submission escapes and I haven't even started it. But yeah, all these technique videos are great, but are we actually using them? Yes. Are the techniques that class, like your gym may be recording, are you really watching them? Yeah. Or are you just like, oh yeah, my gym's doing this. Well, have you logged on once? No. If they've done a Zoom call, okay, given that it may be during a time that you can't do it, but if you are able to... Even if you don't have a partner, just to watch the technique. Yeah. Have right. you? Take notes. Your notes. Have you looked at your notes? Do you take notes? Yeah. That's a big thing. And if we go into like the mental aspect of this, you can study moves. So it's like, hey, where, where are the flaws in my game? What was yeah, my... Studying your own yes. moves. Studying other people's moves. Yes. What were my weak points before this happened? 
that I can strengthen during this time. So when I return, I've been working on that. So for me, it's been passing and it's passing every single guard in general and connecting those passes. So I'm studying what I, what my weaknesses were. Yeah. Because when I get back in the gym, yeah, my cardio might be worse than it was when I left. But your mental game is on point. Yes. That and so if you are a competitor or if you know people that have been taking videos during like open mats and you've seen yourself rolling, have you looked at yourself rolling? Mm -hmm. Competition footage. Competition footage is great because then you can see what did I lose to and then you can pinpoint why you lost to it. Mm -hmm. When did you lose to it? What did you do that led down the spiral or the rabbit hole of you losing? Are there ways that you can talk to your instructor? Do you have contact with your instructor that you can say, hey, what would you suggest I work on that yeah. you have a good communication, not like a smart ass response where it's like, you work on everything, but like that or just don't get I mean? there. <laughs> I mean like it, cause a lot of people do have good relationships with their instructors where they can be like, Hey, you know, I'm just chilling and I don't have access to all these things. What do you suggest I do? And it's there. Like we said, like tune into Facebook lives. You might even have, you might be following um, other gyms pages where they're going over Facebook lives and like Keenan Cornelius has been doing Facebook lives. Like, yeah. There's access. Trap BJJ. Yeah. A lot of our instructors and uh, instructors at a gym local to us uh, at Alliance Greenville, all of them have been on Trap BJJ doing free Facebook live yes. videos. Yes. And uh, some of it could be they're rolling and you're like, here's either a brown belt, a black belt or two black belts and yeah. they're rolling. But they're not going fast. They're going very slow. So you can watch them and learn from them and be like, these are the things they do. How could I implement that in my game? Or what do I not do that they are doing? For one, they're not gassing themselves out. (laughs) You know, they're going with the flow and they're being very, very technical. So how can you get yourself in that mindset? Yeah. So it's, so it's studying. So it's like, if you, you look at the, the phys, and we're just talking about BJJ in general with the ability to do so. Like, so Tuesday was physical. What drills can I do? What workouts can I do? Now today's mental, studying. Yeah. But both have the common theme of getting yourself back into BJJ during this time. Yes. So if we generalize everything before we wrap this up, number one, every single morning you wake up, check in with yourself. Um, Think about one thing you can do for yourself that day that's the ability to care for yourself. Like I talked about on Tuesday, self-care isn't bath bombs and face masks. It's what my nutrition coach even told us, which is, you know, brush your teeth, put on a clean, you know, put on clothes that make you feel good. I recommend brush your hair, girls. Brush your hair. Brush your hair. Wash your hair if you can. (laughs) (laughs) But these are things, small things you can do. Drink some water, stay hydrated, um, have a balanced meal, do things that make yourself feel good. And these are all within the means to do so. Do you have the mental space for this? Can you fit this within your mental capacity? Can you physically do this? Um, so that's what we wanted to do with these two series is we just wanted to make sure that people knew resources they had. We want people to know that we empathize and sympathize with other people too from like various parts of this, um, of what's going on. So we just wanted to be here for other people within our community. We're not just talking about within the upstate BJJ community. We're talking about everybody who trains that's been affected by this. Like we feel it. Um, and we'll be here to, you know, provide entertainment with this podcast and information. <laughs> YouTube videos are going to go out. questions. Oh, yes. Before I forget, 
especially for the new listeners who don't know about a lot of the things we're talking about or note-taking, stuff like that. Um, I know we had talked about having a mini episode about just how to take notes and stuff like that. Yes. Personally, both of us use, uh, it's called a JITS journal, Mm -hmm. where you can break stuff up by uh, movements and guards. Yep. What I highly recommend any new person do if you've never taken notes before is to draw a web in which in the center circle you start with one position. And from that you draw like three arrows of say I'm in mount, what Mm -hmm. can I do? You can have an arm bar, you can go to mount a triangle, you can do like go into S mount and then go into an arm bar. You know, draw yourself a web of things you can do. I promise you the next time you roll, it's going to change your game. Yeah. And by web, what she means is, do you remember when you had a brainstorm topics in like elementary school? And, and you had to draw a circle and yes. draw it to another yes. circle and That's then draw it to another means. circle. I personally do flow charts, but either way is going to work because it's going to mentally allow you to uh, transition to where you want to go. And then when you get back in the gym or if you have access to a training partner, drill those things. So allow this to be an opportunity for you to focus on your game, yourself, by the means you're able to do that. And if you have any questions for us, please email us at ladiesofblackbeltorbust at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on our Instagrams. Bless. Both are public. Our Ladies of Black Belt or Bust uh, Instagram is also public, so you can message us there. If we're friends on Facebook, send us a message. We are here to, you know, communicate with you, connect, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you are struggling during this time, please reach out for help. It doesn't have to be jujitsu related. Reach out to someone. Reach out to us. Get the help you need to yeah. get through this time. Yeah, if your depression's really bad if your anxiety is bad if you don't have access to counseling um reach out to people you know who care um because people will care and if you feel like nobody does we will listen to you so and that's like a big part of why we did this episode so uh we hope to hear from y'all soon take care of yourself out there and uh, praying for everyone